Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. This is my hood. This is my HQ. We're here every Sunday at Awakening House of Prayer in Fort Lauderdale, preaching, praying, prophesying, casting out devils. Oh my gosh, I love it. It's my favorite day of the week. But I love praying with you. This is my favorite part of the day. And we're going to tap into it. I want to remind you, we are in South Florida. You're in South Florida. I want to see you on Sunday. Ben Aki, por favor, come on in. I want to meet you. Come sit under the anointing. We, we preach, I preach two different messages every Sunday. It's not a canned sermon. It's a revelation from God. You're going to want to sit up under that anointing and go deeper. 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. Check it out. Ahop.online is where you'll find that first service. You guys can watch it throughout the week. Ahop.online. Get some supplemental vitamins. Think of it. I don't want you to leave your church unless you're in a dead dumb church, but I want you to take some supplemental vitamins because it seems as if you are among the hungriest people I know. So you need that. You need that. 1.30 p.m. is School of the Spirit at Ahop, and you can find that online at School of the Spirit. TV. We're wrapping up that nine gift series, heading into the Watchmen series. Wow. This has been the funnest year of teaching, preaching, praying, and prophesying I think I've ever had at AHOP. We're going places, and I'm so excited you're going with us. Good morning, Awakening Prayer Hub leaders. Good morning, Ignite Network members. Let's dive into our devotional, Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled... I will shield you from the fire. I will shield you from the fire. And here's what I heard the Lord say. The enemy works to sideline you or convince you to sideline yourself. The enemy works to blindside you or blind you with lies. The enemy works through people to release so-called friendly fire against you. Sometimes the attack comes from all sides. Sometimes people who were supposed to stand with you and for you stand against you. And the pain is so great, you can hardly stand. But the Spirit of the Lord says, take heart. I will open your eyes and show you things to come. And the Spirit of the Lord says, I will shield you from the fiery darts when you run to me. And the Spirit of the Lord says, I am the strength of your life. I will heal your pain and make you stand. Come on, that's a good word. I will shield you from the fiery darts. When you hide yourself in Christ, well, the enemy can't even find you. That's where we need to live and move and have our being is in Christ. Amen. Today's scripture references 1 John 5, 18, Psalm 91, verse 4, and Psalm 84, verse 11. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, shield me from enemy fire. 
and I will be shielded. Strengthen me to stand and withstand when my Christian brothers and sisters rise up against me. Oh, my, 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 my. I decree the enemy's sinister plots to sideline me with unforgiveness are suspended. I declare my heart is postured to bless, release, and forgive. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we give you praise and honor and glory this morning because you are our everything. You are our protector. You've pledged to protect us. You've pledged to lead us. You've pledged to guide us. You are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. If you said it, you meant it. You'll do it. You'll follow through. We thank you, Lord, that you're not a procrastinator. You don't wait until the last minute, but you've got a plan. You see the end from the beginning. You know which way to go. You know how we should move. You know what we should say. And sometimes you even put your words in our mouth. We're so blessed. We're not stressed, but we're blessed. We're not pressed, but we're blessed beyond measure. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. We are blessed coming in and blessed going out. Come on. Blessed are our storehouses. Blessed are our bank accounts. Blessed are our families. Come on. Blessed are our businesses. Hey, blessed are our bodies. Blessed, 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 blessed. I decree the blessing blessing of the Lord maketh rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. I decree that blessings are chasing us down and overtaking us. I thank you, Lord, that you are God who blesses. You're not cursing us. You're not maligning us. You're not working against us, but you're working for us. We are working for you. We are co-heirs, joint heirs with Christ, co-laborers, joint laborers with Christ. God, we you help us. Reveal to us the next step in our journey. Would you reveal to us, oh God, the next step in your plan for our lives. We want to be in lockstep with you, God. We want to walk with you intimately. We want to hear your heartbeat. We want to know what you're saying in the time, in the season. We want to yield to you so that you can Help us to prepare our hearts for what comes next because we know it's good. We know it's good. We know it's good because you're a good, good father. You are good all the time. You're never nothing but good. You're always good. Everything you do is good. Even your conviction is good. Even your uh, rebukes are good because you have our best interests at heart. So we praise you this morning and we thank you, Lord, for your goodness manifesting in our lives, for your mercy manifesting in our lives, for your blessings manifesting in our lives. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, somebody thank him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that blessing. Thank you, Lord, for that blessing. The devil can't say, the devil can't steal our blessing. Come on. The devil can't interrupt our flow. Come on. The devil can't, he's going to try, but we're not letting him. Come on. Put your foot down today. Somebody just needs to put your foot down today. Somebody listening to me, you've been on a streak. Like, I don't want to call it bad luck because it's not luck. It's enemy attack. There's been a streak. 
a sequence, a series of enemy attacks against you. But the Lord is saying to you today, stand, just keep standing. For when the enemy comes in like a flood, I will raise up a standard against him. Live by my rules. Walk in my way, says the Lord, and you will come to find that your enemy will no longer be found. You will look for him, but he will be gone. He will have fled for you as you submit yourself to me. He will have fled from you. He, have, he, will, he will escape. He will flitter, flitter away because he is afraid of my spirit on the inside of you. So speak forth with boldness, says the Lord. Speak my word only. Decree what is written in my holy scriptures, says the Lord. For the enemy, he cannot stand to hear about my son, about my word, my precepts, my laws, and the blood. So speak only and watch the enemy tremble and flee from you and watch the series of attacks cease against you and you will come to know that I put my foot down when you put your put your foot down says the Lord come on that's good sometimes we get in a lot of warfare listen to me and we, we God's waiting for us to put our foot down I've never, I've never heard the Lord ever said any of this but let me unpack this quickly before we jump back into prayer Sometimes you just want God to do something, and he's wanting you to do something. He, he's like, well, God, you, why don't you just put your foot down? God saying, you put your foot down, and I'll put my foot down. You know what that means, right? When you put your foot down, you're saying, no mas, devil. When you put your foot down, you're saying, no more. I'm not tolerating this anymore. When you put your foot down, you're saying, enough is enough. And God is saying to you, when you put your foot down, I'll put my foot down. When you decide that you've had enough, I'll back up your decree. When you decide that you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, I'll give you that spiritual warfare strategy to push back the darkness. When you make that decision that you're going to pick up your shield of faith and that you're going to pick up the sword of the spirit and start swinging it, the Lord is saying, I will put grace on that sword and I will anoint your mouth and you will overcome demons that have been plaguing you for years. But the Lord is saying, you need to put your foot down. <laughs> You've got to put your foot down. You've got to say enough is enough. You've got to be willing to do whatever it takes to, to, to stop the cycle that you say you hate instead of just complaining about the cycle that you've been in. Oh, Jesus, help us, Lord. So, Father, would you help us today to really see things the way that you do, from your perspective, through your eyes, because you're not looking at our situations and our warfare and our circumstances and our woes through eyes of despair. You are looking at our situation with an understanding that just, just little shift, just, 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 a, just a little adjustment, just, just one decree can change everything in a moment's time. You're looking at our situation and you're saying, wow, if, if I could just get this revelation through to my sons, to my daughters, if they would just look up to me instead of navel gazing, if they would just decide enough is enough instead of being whiny and complaining. <laughs> Help us, Lord, to rise up to who, be who we are. We're not liars, we're winners. We're not victims, we're victorious. We're not defeated, we are the defeaters. We're not conquered, we are more than conquerors. We are not less than because the greater one lives on the inside of us. Would you help us today, God, to begin to look at our challenges through your eyes because you are a God of solutions. 
You're the God who makes a way out of no way. You're the God who sees the end from the beginning. And you know the way through the messy middle. I see that, Lord. I see that. So some of you are in the messy middle. Come on, I'm just releasing words of knowledge. Take heart. God sees your pain. Some of you are in the messy middle. You're in the messy middle. What does that mean? It means you started off on a journey. Maybe it was a job. Maybe it was a marriage. Maybe it was a a college education. Maybe it was a new business venture or even a new church or ministry assignment. And you started out with fervor. You started out with a fire on the inside. You started out with a confidence, knowing that God had called you. You started out with with an assurance, with a promise. You started out with a positive attitude and optimism. And then the warfare hits. Somewhere along the middle, the enemy came with more resistance than you expected. Somewhere along the middle, the messy middle, things got messy, things got difficult, things got to where they feel too hard, it feels like too much. You don't see the end, you can't see the finish line. When you started out, you were running your race with accuracy, you were running your race with fervor, with an anointing, with the wind of the Spirit at your back, and then you hit that messy middle, and now you're ready to quit, or you're considering it, or you wish you had never started to begin with, you wonder if you've even heard the voice of God, did I make a mistake? That's the messy middle. And that is where the enemy will come in like a flood many times, in the messy middle, to try to get you, listen to me, to try to get you to give up the ground that you took from him. If you started out on a mission for God, whether it was a marriage or or a college degree or a business, whatever God told you to do, if you started out on the journey, if you started out, just you starting out, just you putting one foot in forward the other, just 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 by that you started taking ground from the enemy and made him mad. But he didn't resist you at the first because he didn't want to be so obvious. So he waited until you got in the middle. But let me just tell you something. I decree today in Jesus' name that you will cross the finish line. I decree that you will make it through the messy middle, that your eyes will open to the goodness of God, that you will receive the strategy, the tactic, the wisdom that you need to break through this messy middle. I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you're not one that ever leaves us or forsakes us, and you will not leave us without help. You will not leave us in the petarabosha. You will not leave us in the messy middle, not knowing which way to turn, not understanding what went wrong, not discerning the opposition properly, rightly. You will not leave us in the messy middle because you have a victory crown for us. You have a blessing, the the increase, the the prosperity, the, the healing. You have the promise still safely in your heart and in your hand. You have the understanding as as to what we should do to get out of this messy middle to clean up the mess if we have to or just to leave it behind because it was never our mess to begin with wow I see that Lord this is word of knowledge today some of you out there are so busy cleaning up other people's messes that you're stuck in the middle cleaning up a mess that's not yours A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. 
It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. Stop trying to clean up everybody else's messes and focus on your own mess. You need to stop trying to put out everybody's fires and focus on your own fire. You need to stop trying to solve everybody's problems while you go sinking deeper and deeper into debt, while your children go further and further away from God. It's not that you want to uh, not be helpful to other people, but there's some of you that are listening to me that you have put yourself so far to the side that now you're don't even know where you left yourself. There's some of you that focus so much attention on helping others that you didn't help yourself. And not now is not going to be too much longer before you can't help others because you're approaching burnout. That's part of your messy middle. So God is releasing you today to press into him and get his micro instructions, little one millimeter shifts in your life that will bear fruit immediately and encourage your heart to keep going forth to the end. God has a future and a hope for us. So we thank you, God, today. We give you praise and honor and glory. We thank you, Lord, today that you know the way through the messy middle to the finish line. You know the path. You're ordering our steps even now through the messy middle. You've given us insight today into what some of us are doing wrong. You've given us insight today into how to correct our course, how to get unstuck from the messy middle, what a mess it is. We don't want to live in a messy middle. We don't want to live in a mess. We want to, we want to live in your glory, God. We want to live in your highest blessing, God. We want to walk in our highest is calling God. We want to do what you told us to do, God. We want to put our hand to the plow that you set before us, God. We want to do your will. So help us, Lord. Give us grace because we don't want to be stuck. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Show us each specifically. Everyone that's in the messy middle, how to get out because there's no one-size-fits-all strategy here. There's no one-size-fits-all tactic here. 
We all have God moves in the messy middle, different ways, by different avenues, making different decisions. And we need to make new decisions. So help us, Lord, to make the decision that we need to make to move past the messy middle into the final stretch, to see that goal completed, to see that dream come true, to see the breakthrough that you ordained for us already. It's already planned. It's already established in heaven. We've just got to keep plowing, keep pressing until we pull it down from the heavenly realms into the earth realms and begin to walk in it for your glory. Help us, Lord, because we don't, we, we're not glorifying you in the messy middle and we want to glorify you so just please help us Lord. I know that you will I know that you will I know that you will help us I know that you will show us I know that you will inspire us and it, it might take us a little while to understand you but we're going to get it because you're able to make yourself clear even when we're hard-headed even when we're numbskulls you're able to get through to us the message that we need to succeed because our success is your success you are invested in us, God, and we're so grateful. You are invested in us. You invested your son, the life of your only begotten son, into us so that we would never be apart from you again, so that we could believe in his name and find forgiveness for our sins. You did that for us. What more would you not do for us? So thank you, Lord, today for your faithfulness, for your blessings, which chase us down and overtake us. Even in the messy middle, we're blessed. Even in the messy middle, we can find our healing. Even in the midst of the biggest mess, even in the midst of the biggest mess of our life, in the biggest mess we've ever made, in the biggest mess we find ourselves in, no matter how it happened, you're still there with us in the messy middle. Thank you, Lord. But even in a messy middle, even when we made mistakes, even when we didn't hear your voice, even when we were disobedient, we didn't move fast enough, we didn't connect with the right person, we connected with the wrong person, we spent money, we shouldn't have spent, we didn't invest what we should have, we didn't sow what we should have, all these things, we don't do everything right. Thank God we don't have to do everything right. Thank God that your righteousness is not based on our works. The righteousness imputed to us in Christ by the blood, by faith and grace, is not based on our perfection. It's based on the perfection of the living God who took away the sins of the world, who took away our sins, who took away my sins. So thank you, Lord, that we, you are with us in the messy middle. And I know that I know that I know that if we'll incline our ear to you, that you will give us words of life that will lead us and guide us into a new truth over the finish line, a new breakthrough, and then, of course, we start the whole process over again because there's always another breakthrough. You are the God of the breakthrough, and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Let's transition. I want to pray into this and tap into God's creative genius. I want to read you from the Psalms today as our jumping off point for this next segment. Those of you coming in, the first segment is freelance prayer. Second segment, I have a little mini theme, M-I-N-I theme, based on a scripture usually that the Lord has shown me. And we pray through that. This is unpacking the word and applying it to our life. And this is where tremendous growth happens. If you'll hear the words of the scripture and you'll pray in agreement with what the Lord is saying about it, we will see tremendous growth in our life. Give me a year of your life and watch what happens. Now, this is from Psalm 8 verse 3. This is a Psalm of David. I'm actually reading out of the tra uh, Passion Translation because I liked how it parsed out this reality. 
And the, and the Bible says this, listen, if you're listening, say amen. Look at the splendor of your skies, your creative genius glowing in the heavens. When I gaze at your moon and your stars mounted like jewels in their setting, I know that you are the fascinating artist who fashioned it all. <laughs> David said, I can see your creative genius everywhere. When I look at the skies, when I look at the moon, when I look at the stars, David is saying, my God, <laughs> Elohim, you're not just a creator, you're a creative genius. A lot of people create things that are not genius, don't they? Have you ever bought something and for your house and it was promoted on QVC or whatever it's called as this miracle breakthrough, you know, coffee maker or ice cream machine. And it's a new invention. It's a genius. And you buy it for five payments of $19.99 and you get it home. And this is, this ice cream stinks. It sucks. It's, it, this is terrible. This is not what the, this doesn't work. All the infomercials and they promise all oh, this is a groundbreaking. No, but God, he really is a creative genius. And you have the ability to tap into that creative genius. It's called the mind of Christ. And Paul the Apostle said, you have the mind of Christ. Now, he didn't mean that you actually have it in your brain. He meant that you have access to the mind of Christ. You have access to the wisdom that comes from above. You have access to that creative genius. And that comes through prayer and intimacy with him, spending time with him at, listen, asking him questions. This morning I was in my prayer chair and something just really struck me. I was reading a book called The Militant Church by Lester Summerall. It's out of print. I don't read many books. I listen to audiobooks. I listen to, but I read books that are out of print because you can't get them and they're amazing, these old books. And he was talking about, you know, souls and how the Christian church is so self-centered and how people jump from church to church looking for a new word and a fresh revelation instead of getting involved in the local community and preaching the gospel. And it struck my heart so hard. I said, Lord, I need to know how I can reach more souls for your kingdom. I need to know how I can get people saved. I need to, I need a new strategy. What is the strategy? Because I'm not an evangelist. I'm a, a, an apostolic prophetic leader. I'm not an evangelist. So it doesn't come naturally to me. And we're already going on the streets in South Florida. But what more can I do? And just that moment, God had uh, given me access to his creative genius and he has given me answers and he'll do the same for you. But you've got to ask him. So let's begin to ask him now. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we need access to your creative genius. We have situations in our life where our own intellect is not going to cut it. You've given us the ability to reason. You've given us an intellect, but your ways are higher than our ways and your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And we need to tap into your thoughts, God. We need to tap into the mind of Christ, God. We need answers. Go ahead and begin to ask him in areas where you need his creative genius to manifest. He's not trying to hold anything back from you. He's not trying to see how long it takes you to figure it out. That's not who God is. He's not trying to say, well, you know, he's not putting some limit. Well, if they spend 60 minutes a day with me, I'll tell them. 
what, but what I think. You need to spend time with the Lord, but you need to not be religious and start beating yourself up because you didn't do anything or everything right. And you need to begin to cry out to God for the creative genius that you need. Imagine, Albert Einstein was a genius. God is way, 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 way bigger than that. So Father, we're crying out to you this morning for creative genius. We need to tap into what your what is in your mind, the strategy of your kingdom, the tactic, the way, and it's not the same for me as it is for these others who I'm praying for, God, is different. We all have a different path, a different walk, a different journey, a different way to go, a different calling. So Lord, we need your creative genius to manifest in our lives. We need this, we need this, we need this, we need this. So we're crying out for your creator. You are Elohim, your creator, your creator, but you don't create faulty. You create that of genius. You know everything. You know everything before it happens. You know the end from the beginning. I can't get over that today. You know the end from the beginning. You know everything before it happens. You know the way we should go before we even get to the crossroads. You know everything. And so we need your creative genius, God. Help us. Help us to position our hearts to receive what you're pouring out. Not to be in such a rush in your presence, but to be willing to wait sometimes, just to wait sometimes, just to wait sometimes, not to get up out of that chair until you speak. And I know, Lord, that you don't require us to get into works and you're not putting time limits on our fellowship, but I know that you want to spend more time with us than we, than we want to spend time with you. You would have us with you always talking and fellowshipping with you throughout the day like that old monk, Brother Lawrence, who knew how to practice the presence of God and perfected as an art form. So, Father, help us to walk in that realm that supernatural realm, that heavenly realm, that prophetic realm, where we are aware of your presence so that when we need that creative genius, we don't have to labor for weeks and months trying to figure out what you want us to do, what your solution is to our problem. But we can get that 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 download, just like I did this morning. I asked you, how can I reach souls? Now, that is what is on God's heart. Of course he's going to answer that. If he's not going to make me wait months to figure out how to reach souls, I asked him, and in 30 seconds I had an answer. And see, when you get smack dab in the will of God, when you're in his will, when you're asking him the right questions, you'll get a faster answer. I'm not saying you'll always get it immediately. Sometimes you do have to ask and seek and knock. But I'm saying that I think that many of us, we just expect to have to work for it or wait so long for it that's like, okay, the deadline's passed. I don't need the answer now, but that's not God. That's how people are. That's not how God is. So help us, Lord. We're crying out for your creative genius today, for the opportunities before us and for the challenges before us. We're crying out, God, for your creative genius today so that we can be accurate in the spirit and understand how to move forward in your will with greater precision because, Jesus, you said you have to work in the daytime because the nighttime's coming when no man can work. And we're seeing that in our age, that it's getting darker and darker and so we stand in your presence this morning and we ask you for the creative genius that only you can pour out in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? Isn't he good? Come on, isn't he good? How many of you need that creative genius? 
Come on, God is good. He's got you. He's got you. He's got you. He's got you. Many of you need to just get better equipped. I'll tell you the truth. There's some really great churches all over the world. But that's not usually enough for the believer who wants to go into the deeper things of God. You must study for yourself. You must educate yourself. You must. Sunday service is not enough for the hungry, on fire believer to walk in God's ultimate destiny. You've got to take the time on your own. You've got to begin to study things that you're not learning in church. Your church could be the best church in the world, but it's, 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 it, churches, usual churches we're giving to the common denominator. Because we want to make sure everybody receives. You've got to specialize. That's why people go to college, but then they go to medical school. Because the college is an education for everybody, but the medical school is a specialty. The lawyer goes to college, the journalist goes to college, but then they go on to get a master's or a doctorate in their specialty because the general education is good and it's needed, but it's not enough if you're going to walk in your high calling. This is why I'm always urging you to get equipped to get equipped. I would not be who I am or where I am today if I did not spend significant time equipping myself and reading and taking courses and understanding what it is I needed to study in any given moment. I don't even read the Bible without asking God what he wants me to study in the Bible. So get equipped, please, for what God has called you to do or just for your own life's sake. Maybe you say, well, I don't have a prophetic calling, but you know what? You still, yes, you do have a prophetic calling. Yes, you do have spiritual warfare. Yes, you do have dreams. Yes, you do have gifts of the spirit. Yes, you do have anointings. Yes, you do need discernment. Yes, you can see in the spirit. Yes, you are called to cast out devils. I want to live on the cutting edge with God. Yes, you do need to be schooled how to pray. Amen. Go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv and get signed up for something that's going to bless you. There are all kinds of courses over there. The newest ones are knowing, understand, growing, and judging your sixth spiritual sense. Then we have the dream activation toward digital. That's coming up soon. The dream activation toward digital. I'm going to uh, teach you how to interpret your dreams. And then we're going to do a uh, live dream interpretation. Go on over there and get signed up for that. Activating the nine gates of the spirit, walking in the watchman's anointing, developing spiritual discernment, the school of the seers, the school of deliverance, the school of the prophetic, the seer activation challenge. If you want to sew today, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. That goes straight to the missions arm. We can win those souls for Jesus. Amen. You can also use the PayPal. It's paypal.me slash jenniferleclair. You can use the text to give 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the P.O. Box. P.O. Box 30563. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. God is good all the time. All right, guys, I got to get going. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 